Block Podcast, where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we have been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey, as always. I'm joined by my good friends, Connor. Does anyone have a hammer? I have a few around the house. I got one in the van. I just need uh, to open my skull. And the man in the van, Bob. Remember that... Uh... That uh nope mad TV sketch with uh what's his name the fat guy the coke addict who died Can he's you gonna you're gonna live in a van in in the river that wasn't mad TV uh, Will Ferrell Will Ferrell thank you yeah you're gonna live in a van at the river you you're gonna if you and then he falls on the coffee table because he's on too much cocaine and has a heart attack it happens um. I'm I'm lost. What what were you guys talking about before the podcast started? I couldn't hear you guys. What were we talking about? What were you laughing at? Uh, something Bob said? I hope so. I hope to God it was I, something I said. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you're a Gen Xer, right? Or are you are you a baby boomer? Who talked about this? <laughs> Which one? He's a baby boomer. I have the mind of a Gen X. You have the mind of a child. <laughs> We've been over this. That's true too. <laughs> what are you getting at? Um, as Chris Chan said, that your it's body for, for people young and young at heart, that your body and your mind are in different, uh, going different directions. Uh, in what way? That you're physically aging, uh, but mentally, uh, what's the opposite of aging? Benjamin Button syndrome you're of the stagnant. brain. No, you're, you're going. You're he's not stagnant. He's moving, but he's moving oh. backwards. Oh. Towards childhood. Reversing. Reversing. So I'm Reverse a, aging. I'm a Gen Z in my head. Uh, you're a tiny little baby in your head. I have the mind of a child. <laughs> and then someday you'll have the mind of a fetus. And then uh, the mind of a, uh, a, a pre-existing a pre pre consciousness. Yeah. And that's when you will reach. That's when we'll study you. Transcendence. Okay. Yeah, I feel attacked. My mind okay. is like racing right now. I'm sorry. Are what you, you okay? About? No, my that I drank an energy drink uh, on the way here. Oh, the uh, Airheads and I'm or Warheads flavor. Yeah, the Warheads ghost. ghost. I still haven't tried one of those. My roommate's obsessed with them. Me too, but they're yeah. not good. Well, my roommate bought like most of the things you're obsessed with. My roommate bought one and then <clears throat> bought like two of the like the the not pallets, but like the little like you know cardboard boxes that hold like mm -hmm. twenty four maybe. He bought, they like, brought a box those. truck with a forklift on the back, <laughs> and they had to load I them had into one the of garage. These, and I really liked it. Speaking of which, I have something where we can try on the air. Yeah, to see what you guys feel about it. Is have it you guys Advil? had? Had you guys? <laughs> had you guys? Let's have you guys let's, tried Valium. Let's try this right after a word from our sponsors. Let's come up with a sponsor. I'm gonna get the Today's episode is brought to you. Oh, make it funny. By pills for uh, stomach cancer. It'll make it hurt less, so you can pass away with dignity. Are we doing an ad for? Opiates? I said it's supposed to be not funny. I'm trying to be as serious as I can. <sighs> Today's episode is brought to you by in Dish Insurance. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. Today's episode is, is brought to you by 
lawn defense. And we're back. <laughs> Have you guys had these before? What are we Kevlar doing? underwear. No. Vegan Cheez-Its? Yeah. Yes. You've had these specific This brand? Uh, Is this our sponsor? I'm trying to think. Today we're sponsored by Back to Nature plant-based snacks. Are those from Whole Foods? They are Chetalicious. Okay, then I have had them. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Chetalicious. Chetalicious. You've had these? Yes. Okay, Connor, have you had these? No. I need you to try them. Okay. I'm a big fan of Cheez-Its. Wait. (laughs) This is the episode where Dewey doses us. Before... You do like Cheez-Its. Yeah. I haven't had them in Cheez-Its a very long time. Cheez-Its or Cheez-Nips? Cheez-Its. Cheez-Nips, I'm not a pervert. How do you feel about these compared to hmm. these simply balanced whatever? How do you feel about those? They're good. They're subtle. Yeah. They're, but they're, I think that they're better than the... What are the other vegan ones? The Nature's... None of these ones. I feel uh, like the... Whatever the other the ones you're talking about, yeah, are just like they're just crackers. They just taste like uh, Ritz crackers that someone dumped uh, an entire bottle of Nooch on. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like that would have more flavor than the other ones too. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and this might be an unfavorable vegan opinion. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Nooch. I didn't really use it ever until very recently when I was like, I need to stop eating just egg every morning. And I was like, I'm going to make tofu scramble. And I was like, oh, that it's in that. And then I made mac and cheese recently. Basically, I, I started making food and realized that noosh goes in like a lot of things. It Okay. It, I like it on popcorn. That's where I don't like it. I like it. I like it in things where I don't taste it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really taste it in the, the tofu scramble. If I put it in popcorn or something like that, I really don't like it. You know what's kind of fucked? I was I was making tofu scramble, and basically it's like a little bit of olive oil, and then you throw the tofu, and then you start mashing it up. And then before you put, I put, uh, six whole eggs in it. <laughs> <laughs> before I added the nooch or the pepper, I even put like red pepper flakes in there to leave it mm-hmm. a little, ooh. I was like, I could just eat this as it is. You know, I don't use nooch in my scramble. Okay. I don't either. Do you know what my secret ingredient is? What? Yellow mustard. Okay, I can see that. It's delicious. Because when I got done with mine, I was like, every single type of tofu scramble I've had has been way more yellow, whereas this was like a... Yeah, I don't use turmeric. I know people yeah. use turmeric. I don't it's, use turmeric. It stains everything. It stains I, everything. It doesn't taste good. I saw turmeric in the... In the I almost said episode, and then I said show notes. I almost saw this, it in the ingredients, and I just didn't go looking for it because I was like, I don't want that. This You're, is my, you were like, uh, it's not a turmeric. Yeah. This is my this is my tofu scramble process. Oh, nothing on that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to move on. Um, heat olive oil in the pan, right? Chop onion. Throw the onions in. Mm-hmm. Let them brown a little bit. Uh, fuck ton of garlic. Let that go a little bit. Then you add the tofu. Yeah. Uh, black salt mm-hmm. for that eggy, yeah, sulfury that smell taste. Uh, you can kind of go ham with it because uh, it it'll cook out a little bit. It won't be so. Salty. What the hell Intense. is black salt? It's used in a lot of like Asian cuisine. It smells like eggs. It's a it's a it's a salt. It's like a pink color. Yeah. Um, Wait, pink or black? It's called black salt. It it is pink. Yeah. And whoever named that was fucking. I don't bad. know. 
Black Black Pink. Yeah. Sure. Whoa. Um put that in a little MSG. Let that cook for a little while. Gardens. Uh ground black pepper, yellow mustard. Sometimes I sprinkle a little shredded cheese. Brown it up a bit. Uh that's about it. Hmm. And then once it's done cooking, I put a little bit more black salt on to get that fresh eggy sulfury. Sounds good. It's I'm good. Make some. I like it. I made some, and then uh, a friend of the show, Ricardo, was in town, and we went to. Mm. We were like walking around. Fellow went, produce man. Yeah. So he knew his shit, and he was like, "This is pretty good." And I was. We were walking around Hollywood Cemetery. And he was like, "What's?" He was like pointing at the mausoleum. And he was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I was. I thought he was talking about the burrito, and I was like, "Oh, that's the turmeric." <laughs> <laughs> that's a turmeric. You're gonna have to send me that recipe because I wasn't listening. I was figuring out a way to set up that joke the entire time. I was like, "Oh, Ricky's in town." Egg, egg on my face. Scramble on my face. <laughs> Nut on my face. Um, try it with some peanut butter. Try those with peanut butter. Cheese, cheese, and peanut butter. Yes, I, I trust you. I mean, that's what, that's the classic gas station treat. I was crucified for liking this. And I used to eat this shit as a kid all the time. This was like my go-to snack. Okay, that's fire. Right? Yeah. And Kelsey was like, no, that's fucked up. You're fucked in the head. I was like, well, I don't want to try it with the natural. I haven't even tried it with the other ones. because You know what? You know what? That's ableist. Honestly. I didn't want to try it with the other. Let's cancel her. <laughs> is it is it too Gen X of me to think that to assume that everyone has had the the Cheez Its crackers peanut butter things that you get at the gas station the Lance yeah. ones? I forget what they're fucking called. I for, there's a few of them. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, it's a sandwich. Yeah, mm-hmm. cracker sandwich. Yeah, I mean I that's think, what that's what it is. Yeah, right? yeah, basically. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a little sense. less cheesy, but they fucking go. And I haven't had that snack even when I before I was vegan. I wasn't having this a lot because I was an adult, and I was like, I don't need this. Any, I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. I basically you're a tiny just, little baby. I, be, I basically just wasn't shopping for cheese its and peanut butter at the same time. You're like, you know what? My uh, diaper's full of shit right yeah. now. You know what? And I need cheese its Anyways, I just needed to. Have you guys tried these and then also try them with peanut butter? I mean, I'll eat anything with peanut butter, first of all. Anything? Anything. What about nothing? Yeah. I was going to say nut, but it's already got nut in it. I already put a bunch of nut in here. Yeah. Like peanut butter. Pea pea and nut. I'm eating my homemade peanut butter. Wait, wait, wait. So there's pea, there's nut, and then there's butter. Is the butter... Whoever named peanut is fucked up. Is it is it real butter? It's real. Yeah. Who named huh. peanut? Was that uh, uh was it George John, Washington Carver? Yeah. Was that who the one who invented peanut? I think it was John Washington Carver. But John Washington Carver. Thank you for doing your good work at Men and Peanut. This Bef- episode brought to you by Stoplights. <laughs> Another invention brought to us by people of color. Um, have you guys had the vegan Rob's Pringles? No. Do they have the like the spicy sriracha pringles or whatever? The dragon ones. Vegan Rob. Those are so fucking good. They're insanely good. Vegan Rob sounds like the they the, have them on GoPuff. 
Like the dude who's been going to shows for too long, so he can't say anything, but he's like real fucking weird. And he's and you go to his profile, and you're like, oh, all my mutuals are just like underage girls. He's got like all your shoulder, mutuals. Hold on a second, shoulder length hair, but he's but like you're severely... underage at the time, so it's okay. Oh, okay, okay. So you needed some clarification. I meant all the people he follows. <laughs> we all follow the same middle schoolers. Weird. <laughs> My feel when I'm like, oh shit, I'm the vegan Rob. <laughs> Do we know anyone named Rob? I've been going by Rob. Really? No. I think, sh- I think sh- about it though. <laughs> Can I start calling you Rob? Whenever I meet someone, my first instinct is to say, hey, I'm Rob. And then I like have to stop myself. <laughs> Don't stop yourself next time. Yeah, that'd time. be cool. Just go for it. You should just stop responding to Bob. Like, even when we were like, hey, Bob, just ignore us. I've never in my life gone by Rob or Robbie or even Robert. Some people call you Robert. Some people do, but it's never something I've chosen. What's your mom call you? B. Aw. <laughs> West. That's cute. Um, my mom calls him a mistake. She does. Yeah. Is that German? <laughs> yeah, it's German for mistake. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I speak a little German then. Mistake. <laughs> Can we start being racist against Germans too? No. <laughs> oh. What do you mean two? <laughs> well, we already got <laughs> in addition to what Bob? Italian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll start checking them all off the list. <clears throat> uh Swedes. I'm a big fan of Krauts. One of uh friend of the show, Tyler is married to a, a little frown lion himself. What does that mean? It's like a kind of a derogatory term at this point. In, okay. But it's like it's like a small girl, like a little girl. A little it's like a girl. It's like, wait, like, wait, is she like vegan too? Rob's <laughs> friends. <laughs> it's like an endearing. Do you follow her on Instagram? I do, but she's like 32, 31. Huh. No, she's like 30. She's like 38, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why everyone looked at me when you said 38. Because <laughs> you're the closest? That sucks. That honestly sucks. I'm sorry. That you're, that you're almost 40. I graduated high school mm-hmm. almost 20 years ago. Brag about graduating from high school much? It's weird because I just drove by and saw your van outside of one the <laughs> other day. And I was like, that's weird. It's been almost 20 years, but it's not exactly 20 years. So I know he's not there for the reunion. Would you guys go to your reunions? Connor, not applicable. Do you have a reunion? Is there like a thing you would go to? <laughs> Fuck if I know. I don't know. That's, a, that's the family <laughs> reunion. Family reunion. Yeah, uh, would you go to your re- reunion? It's a hard question because Is I it? don't think so. Because it, I can't think of anyone I would want to see. Other don't than you maybe want everyone teachers. to see how well you're doing? They would, I mean... Just the thing is about normal people is I could just be like, I, I'm in a band. They'd be like, that's so cool. And be like, yeah, we don't make any money and everyone fucking hates us. I do a podcast sucks. now. And they're like, oh, just like Joe Rogan. Oh, my God. It's just like that. You just tell them the one thing you do is a hobby. And they're like, you then you must be a YouTuber or something like that. Mm-hmm. You were I think kind I'm, of a YouTuber for a minute. Yeah, you could say that. I was kind of a YouTuber. I could probably you're really good at the face. I, fo- I never I got followed, to use it. I followed your channel. Maybe I'll have to. Were you the only one? I still have some ideas in my back pocket. Were there other followers? How many followers? Yeah, there's a few. What was your YouTube channel? Uh, I had Uh, two. There's one called the Flock Podcast. 
Never heard of it. Hmm. No, there's one for the flock that's, that's still up. And then I used to have one called Disc Rot that I did like two videos on. Two very in-depth videos that I did a lot of work on. Yeah. Okay. There was a production value. They were good. How many views? I don't know. I'd have to check. Probably not that many. 20 million. Yeah, what if you came back and... (laughs) And they're like, we want more. I'd be like, where's my fucking money? Where's my gold plaque? Yeah. No, I don't even know if Discrot is still around. It's a cool name. Yeah, really. I was like, stumbled upon the name and I was like, that's it. I was like, that's cool. And then um, I did some more videos with the flock, which is still up. Some of those are still up. Mm-hmm. And I have a bunch of ideas for more. Okay. But it's like cameras and lighting. And there used to be another guy here who would probably help me with it, but he stabbed me in the back. And he's dead to me. So. Okay. Okay. Um, if I ever see him in public, it's on site. Um, he does, he'd be dumb to listen to this even and even feign the idea of having some sort of friendship with me still. <laughs> I thought about quitting the podcast as an April Fool's joke and then realized <laughs> you'd probably still be upset about it if I did yeah. that. And now I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> did you think the alternative was being like, oh, okay, cool. What if the alternative was if you were like, hey, guys, I'm going to quit the podcast. And both of us were like, all right, let's just end it. I'll just be like, <laughs> I was just like, yo, Bob, side text me real quick. <laughs> Find out that we all hate doing the podcast. <laughs> You're just doing it because I like yeah, it. I thought, I thought it was just Connor wanted to do it. I'm just trying to make him happy. I've just been doing it for Kevin, honestly. Um, speaking of podcast. Hmm. Who wants to go first? I know you. Uh, I know you have some cool shit, Connor. I guess. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I don't say. I guess you were so stoked. So excited. Uh, I've been staying up way too late playing Inscription more. It's the best game I've played ever. No, better than Hopscotch. It's it's one of the best games I've played in a long, long time, and. I wish I'd played it last year, so it could have been my G-O-T-Y. Because it came out in October, so it can't be my Grim of the Year this year. Did it only come out in October? Yeah. But, hey, stay tuned for a few months, and it could be your Game of the Year from another year. True. Um, Yeah, it's like... So apparently there's three chapters to the game and I'm in the second one and it basically becomes a different game each chapter. So last week I talked about how I beat the final boss in the, the like run. Right. And that that's where like the plot kind of started and it started filling you in on the fact that like you're playing as this, uh, trading card game YouTuber who, found this um, copy of a digital version of an old card game buried in the woods, right? Um, So I kept doing runs and I managed... You're talking about your uh, shorts? (laughs) Yes! Watch out, the cord doesn't go that far. Actually, I really have to pee. Okay. I was standing up in victory, but... Well, let's take a a break. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Liquid Death. Liquid Death is a great alternative to bottled water that comes in cans. They offer sparkling and regular 
water, as well as flavored water. Now, have you tried any of the flavored water yet, Corner? I have not, but I am currently enjoying a <clears throat> plain sparkling water straight mm. from the Alps. That's true. Um, I like to call this straight edge water. Mm. And I think about how funny that is sometimes, and I get and I have a laugh myself because all water straight edge, but mm. um, we're drinking it now. Um, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Mm-hmm. You're a big seltzer head. Where would you rank it? Make sure it sounds good for the, for the sponsors. For this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'd actually rank it pretty high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised cause I had tried the still water version. Okay. Which isn't bad, but yeah. it, it's a strange sensation drinking still water out of a can. Yeah. I feel like it's something that you have to get used to. Yeah. This is pretty nice. It's got a good amount of carbonation. Yes. That's what I like about it most. Um, it's got a nice little bite mm-hmm. from the, the bubbly. It's not too much. It's not It's not too little. Exactly. I just, I just scared myself. And it doesn't have uh, sodium in it, which is nice. Yeah. It's it's just... It's no DeSanti, I'll tell you that much. Mountain water and CO2 are the two ingredients. And grain alcohol. And they donate... And that is a lot of people don't know that they donate 10% of uh, all their profits to every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Did you know that there is a short film made, a short horror movie Hmm. made uh, for Liquid Death, Mm -hmm. uh, made by one of the guys from Day by Day? Really? Yeah. Which one? weird. I don't remember his name. Ian. I I don't remember anyone's name from... Bug Spray. Was Bug Spray someone from Day by Day? Yeah. I don't think so. Joey. The guy who does the uh, like Adult Swim stuff. like He's got like the Mr. Pickles connection. I think that's Ian Dolan. How does Bug Spray get, his, get get that nickname? We That's a story that we can't <clears throat> tell during the sponsor. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but <clears throat> that being said, we want to thank Liquid Death for sponsoring this episode. Remember, you can get Liquid Death at most major retailers and if you'd like to pick up it online, you can put in the code FLOCK45 to get 45% off your next order. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I didn't know about this. <laughs> Remember, Liquid Death, murder your thirst. Thanks thanks for getting me that new car, Liquid Death. Thanks, Bug Spray. Thanks, Liquid Death. Um, <clears throat> no, and I just, we're back. I scared myself in the, in the bathroom. My, my, the, my toilet seats in my house... Mm-hmm. Are the soft clothes ones? The ones with like the the knitted thing on top. Like the, <laughs> you have this cloth yarn. Like, <laughs> I can't believe people make those. No, Bob's toilet at home is just a hole in the ground. They squats over. Guys, stop. I wouldn't it's be surprised. Not, I came to not. go record the other day and he was just, he had a fire going and he was just burning stuff. And I was like, what are you doing? He has he's to like, wear a headlamp. Just, to the I just have some extra stuff I needed to burn. Stop. No, I have the soft clothes. <laughs> toilet seat so when you you can't no. slam it it just like slowly closes what do you do when you're pissed off <laughs> when you're pissed off like, you go I in just go in the bathroom I slam the toilet over and over the argument with whoever's in the bathroom with me at the time I'm like fine and I slam the thing and flush it real quick and walk out <laughs> Uh, but I forgot that yours aren't aren't like that. So I went to uh, flip Sorry, it Sorry, we shut. can't all have the, the <laughs> slow closing. <laughs> it was very loud. <laughs> Hydraulics. I would also like to take the time to issue a formal apology to Connor for insinuating that you doo-dooed in your pants. <laughs> you had time to reflect on it in the bathroom during the ad break. I did. I felt bad for A, interrupting, and B, sidetracking us. It happens. So now that's conscious has been lifted now. I, so 
But are you saying you won't do it again or try? Absolutely. Yeah, I will do it again. I, that, yeah. That's what I thought. I'm sorry for that time that I just did. <laughs> keep a, keep a tab open for the others. Yeah. All right. Um, tell us more about inscription. So yeah. <clears throat> um, where was I? Uh, over at Dewey's house recording the podcast. What are you talking about? So second chapter beat you beat, I beat the, the, the bot, the final boss. Right. Mm hmm. And it sent me back to the beginning. Uh, have you? I'll get to that later. Well, have you died yet? And it it shows you a person in a chair, person painting something. Oh yes, I'm sorry, not in a chair. The the painting one. Okay, Where it's so, a white white room. Yeah, it's a yeah. white room, and you see this like, uh, like it almost looks like a person completely covered in like vines, mm-hmm. and they're painting, and the painting is a knife. I don't think I paid attention to that much. So the knife is an item you get. And so that's a clue. And when you use the knife, uh, you basically, you know how like the pliers, you pull one of your teeth out to put on the scale. Mm -hmm. The knife, you gouge your own eyeball out and put on the scale and it's worth like five teeth. Interesting. Um, This probably sounds psychotic to anyone who hasn't played the game. Yeah. Uh, But after you gouge your eyeball out, the cabin man offers you a box with a bunch of eyeballs in it to replace your eye. And one of the eyeballs is special and lets you see things that you couldn't see before. It's like a magical eye. Okay. And so once I got that eye, I was walking around the cabin and I was able to f- unlock the cuckoo clock. Yes. Cuckoo clock. And cuckoo. I got an, uh, an item which was a roll of film. So kind of analogs vibes. The next time I beat the final boss, uh, it went to that same cutscene as last time where I go to grab the camera, try to take his picture. He says, you fool, there's no film in there. Give that to me. And then he kills me. Well, this time I had the film. So I popped that bad boy in there. So you're meant to die multiple times. Oh yeah. Doing this. Yeah. Okay. So I popped it in there, took his picture. He dies, but then I'm just trapped in that room and I'm walking around and so I went back to the title screen and you know how when you start the game, there's an option to uh, the option to start a new game is grayed out mm-hmm. and you have to quote unquote continue the game. Yes. Well, that, now the option to start a new game was there. So I start a new game <clears throat> and it goes into a like 32 bit like overhead RPG RPG style game now. Mm-hmm. You send some screenshots. Yeah. So <clears throat> it gives you a bunch of backstory in this opening for this different game that you're now playing. And I mean, every once in a while, it, it like you hear the voice of the, the character that you're playing as this like guy who was in these real videotapes, right? Mm-hmm. The YouTuber. Yes. And he'll comment on stuff. He'll be like, what the hell is going on here? Um, so you start this new game and it basically explains to you that the guy in the cabin was one of four people like like powerful magicians or whatever who could turn things into cards. <clears throat> and there's three others. Uh, and the guy who do, doing the painting is one of them. Um, okay. So you, so you start out, you're this character and you get an option to get a starter deck from one of the four people so the guy the cabin guy is like in charge of like nature and animals there's a 
uh, technology guy who his cards are all like robots and computers. <clears throat> There's like a necromancer who all her cards are like skeletons and dead things. And then there's a wizard who has like magic user cards. Question. Yes. Is the gameplay still the same? No. <clears throat> the gameplay becomes a kind of, did you ever play the like uh, Pokemon TCG oh. Game Boy game? No. It's like, it's like a JRPG. You're like walking around, you interact with characters, you talk to people, <clears throat> you can bat, you can battle them. So you you'll go talk to somebody and then you'll you'll battle in a card game with them. The card game mechanic is the essentially the same. Okay, okay. But you have a full deck that you can swap cards in and out of. You beat people and you get new packs and you open them and you get five new cards or whatever. Okay. So it's less like Slay the Spire and more like this Pokemon game now? Yeah. Interesting. Much more like Pokemon TCG. Uh for the Game Boy color, I think. <clears throat> that sounds Yeah. Right. No, I think it was regular Game Boy. Regular Game Boy? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that game was... So you basically insane. go around fighting these four like powerful mages or whatever. <clears throat> and they're filling you in kind of on backstory as you go. Uh, I beat two of them so far. When I beat the second one... In the middle of him like explaining lore to me after I beat him, corner of the screen, there's a little low battery thing that popped up <clears throat> and then the screen went black and I get more live videotape footage of the YouTube guy. So he like he's filming himself and he's <clears throat> emailing the company that came out with the inscription card game and he's like, hey. My name's, I think his name's, I can't remember his name. Trevor. Sure, Trevor. Uh, hi, my name's Trevor. Hey, my name's Trevor, and I was wondering <laughs> if you guys had more of the cards. <laughs> Some people who play trading card games sound like, yeah. yeah, fucking dorks. Fucking nerds. Um, <laughs> wait, <Sorry>. you, <gasps> you two face. Oh, oh no. Um, so he emails them and he's like, hey. Uh, my name's Trevor. I do this YouTube thing. Thank you for sending me inscription packs in the past for my channel. Um, did you all ever come out with an inscription video game? Because I've come upon a copy of one. And they email them back and they're like, no, but uh, if you are in possession of proprietary, you know, technology, you need to mail it back to us immediately or else we'll press charges. And he's like, what the fuck? And then the next one, he's like, set the camera up and it's clearly like hidden in a blanket and it's pointed at his front door. And he's talking to the camera and he's like, so this woman came to my house yesterday and I didn't answer the door. I think she's from this company. And so I'm going to film myself talking to her. And so he like answers the door and she's like, hey, are you Trevor? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, um, do you have a possession of a inscription video game? Like floppy disk and he's like no and she's like you told us you did and he's like how did you know where i live she's like i'll leave you my business card if you th if you remember anything you get in touch with me so it's like weird this is your shit shit yeah i love it 
Um, but I love the metagame. I love the the idea that like there's these layers of mediation that you're playing as this person, right? And that you start the game out with zero information about where you are and what's going on. Yeah. And that you're kind of getting filled in along the way. And that the game changes form as you go, which is really cool to me. It's like everything about it is like if I were to design a video game, I this is how I would want to do it. Like this is awesome. I'm I'm glad that you found this because this it's very much a you thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did not have the patience to be good enough at it to get this far. Fair. So I'm glad that like, because I, I didn't know that this, the game was that deep. Yeah. I and apparently there's a third chapter and the game changes again. Um, <clears throat> and you never played Frog Fractions? No. I'm going to oh, now. Man. I want to play that game because I think that's up both of your alleys. Okay. Um. But yeah, I like this game enough that like I want to finish it and then I think I might play through again and stream it um, all the way through. So if that happens, obviously I'll let our listeners know so they can yeah. tune on in and you guys can talk shit. I'll just watch and have fun. I'm not I'm not rude. Well, you, but... Mm. Yeah, there is someone else who might join the call. Hey, are you guys talking about me? No, uh, if you had headphones on, you might know what we were talking about. No headphones for me today. Going t- uh, top topless. Nice. Raw dog in it. <clears throat> what else? Did you do anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. There's some stuff that I've heard about that game that I don't want to spoil, but I'm also like, will you run into this in the game? Kind of, but maybe we'll talk about it. What do you mean? When you've played a little bit more. Okay. You probably will. I'm run probably into halfway it. through the game at this point. Yeah, you'll probably run to it eventually. But there's some crazy shit where I was like, "Oh," and I was spoiled on it. But also okay. at the same time, I was, I was like, "I'll play this game eventually," and it would be cool to know to find out this stuff as I'm playing it. But it's mm-hmm. still to, to take away from like how crazy that game seems. So, and I guess I should have said beforehand that uh, spoilers, but. I don't think you gave away anything that would be particularly spoiler. Yeah. I mean, other than knowing that the game changes forms. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. There's more stuff in there that would yeah. be more of a spoiler from what I can tell. Okay. Well, don't. Spo- yeah. Because I've, I've started to like read about the game a couple times. Yeah. And I don't. start to see something and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to read that. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. <clears throat> Because every time something crazy happens and the game changes, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I played two games this week. Um, First off, I'll talk about Kingdom Hearts Mom or Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. Mama. Which is a rhythm game that I think is based off of the one of the cabs that they have at, I think it's called Rhythm Heaven. They have it at uh, Dawnstar. I think they did some DS games and stuff like that. But... It's basically telling the story of everything that's happened in Kingdom Hearts so far, told from Kyrie's perspective. Who's Kyrie? Kyrie is the. I know nothing about Kingdom the, Hearts. The f- female protagonist from Kingdom Hearts who does not get to do anything, and it's and everyone's <laughs> frustrated about it. <sighs> Why? What are you gonna say? I was gonna make a Kyrie Irving joke. <clears throat> That'd be good. You still can, Bob. Go I for don't it. know enough sports shit to be able to. Fire off a good joke. <laughs> Just say sports ball and move on. Yeah. 
be one of those. Yeah, be one of those guys, Bob. Everyone loves those guys. No one laughed at my ch- in my joke in the chat where I said I thought I thought sports ball jokes were foul. <laughs> I did a chuckle in real life. I didn't translate. I need a reactor. It doesn't. Yeah, count. why didn't you record it? You should well, have recorded yourself. No one reacted to my jokes today. Guess I'll kill myself. <laughs> Um, no, so this takes place in it in it the overworld or whatever is like you're flying in the gummy ship from Kingdom Hearts, going from planet to planet, and in those planets they have music from all of the games. And the game the video game the music from Kingdom Hearts is fucking good. I forget who well, I forget what her name is, but she's basically like done some obviously like of her own um, music writing composition. Yeah, that's that whatever for like the specific worlds that are <laughs> from Kingdom Hearts. But she's also done a bunch of like remixes of classic Disney songs or like taken aspects of them and put them into the overworld, like music where you're just like walking around or battle um, in a really cool way. So going through and playing these games, it's like hitting nostalgia very, very hard. Um, and the way that it works is you're playing as three characters. First off, you start off as Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Gorge. But ev- eventually you get Roxas, um, Shion, and Lee, and I think he's Axel at that point. And then um, you get like Riku and these two things from another game. Basically, every time you progress through like... Oh, now we're in Kingdom Hearts 2, so now you can play as the characters from Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. We're in Kingdom Hearts 1, we can play the characters from Kingdom Hearts 1. And the way it works is you're running along a track, all three of you, and you have basic notes, which you can just press X or both of the shoulder buttons to hit. You have magic attacks where you press triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with those, those are like the two main things, but then you have ones where you can jump and then hold the jump button and you'll fly and you have to like fly where the notes are. And, and like that creates like the chain combo as well. Bob, are, are you taking a video? No. Okay. seems like you might be taking a video. I promise I'm not. Okay. Uh, and then there's also stuff where you have to like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not. I'm doing nothing. We're gonna confiscate your toys, Bob. You're distracting the other. You can get students. it from the principal at the end of the day with your parents. Damn it! Um, you can also uh, there's also ones where it's like you have to press two of the regular attacks or three at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's at first playing it, I was having a good time. I I soon because I'm pretty good at rhythm games. I went from beginning. You're kind of a musician. I'm kind of like I'm kind of different in that way. Like I have a lot of like background and um music composition you're like a musician and a gamer so it's kind of your forte yeah it's kind of like why i love ddr so much is it allows me to express myself in so many ways hmm. um but it has nothing to do with <clears throat> pulling at your shirt constantly <laughs> i'm like a, let's see this this game has like a, a, a system where i'm trying to like press each of the buttons to the beat but it feels like they want a very specific timing because I keep getting like excellence is excellence. But like there's one there's like another thing where if you 
like while you're touching the buttons, basically like it has that thing where like a circle comes down and you have to hit it right when it enters into the hollowed out circle. <laughs> and it looks just like the targeting button from all the games. And if you don't hit it specifically right when it hits, you still like hit the note. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, like I'm doing this to the beat of the song. And I've tried like messing with like, oh, maybe there's lag on my TV or something like that. Don't think that's the case. I think it's just I have to be very, very precise. Mm. Um, and we all know jazz is about all the music that you don't hit, mm. which is another thing that a lot of people listening might not know because they're not musicians. <clears throat> jazz is all about. Um, it's like the music you don't hit. Yeah. It's like jazz is about. I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna say it. Playing the the wrong notes in the right place. Yeah. At the same time that you uh, don't play the uh, the the right notes in the wrong place. Yeah, play all the right notes, but play some of the wrong notes too, as long as they're right. Kind of do whatever you want, really. Yeah, honestly. Uh, <laughs> this jazz shit's easy. <laughs> Wow, you remind me of my good friend. <laughs> you can't hear it. You can't hear the name. But maybe if friends from home might know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so this game's fun. <laughs> the one thing that I said, like, I felt like I was just playing along to, like, the song or I was trying to get into the rhythm of the song without, like, minding being ex- ex- like very much on the note to get those excellences or whatever. But then I started treating it less like a rhythm game and more of a just like circle, circle, double circle. So like, like make, making sure I'm like actually hitting the note and I do way better there. Um, hmm. It's fun though. Um, not much to say cause I already know the story, but it's kind of cool going through it and they have like upgrades to, or like you complete a song. Sometimes you'll get like cards and there's like a whole, oh, I beat this section of the game. So now I have like the intro and the outro of like that game and stuff like that. So there's like a museum kind of aspect to it that you unlock stuff in, which is cool. What is this on PS5? This is on PS4, Switch, Xbox. I don't know if it's on PC, but... It's on, I think it's on Xbox. I know it's on Switch and PS4. Okay. But I'm playing it on PS4 and 5. At the yeah. same time. Yes, at the that, same time. That might be why you're bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm a musician. I should be able to do this. I also started playing a new game that I've been meaning to play for a very long time called Grandia. Or Grandia. How do you spell that? G-R-A-N-D-I-A. It's not Gradius. So I'd say Grandia. Grandia is a... Is a... I wish I had the game in here, but I don't think I do. I think I put it in my room. Actually, no, I do. I'm just not going to get it. There is a limited run that... uh, Limited run did a release of the Grandia 1 and 2 remakes that were recently... Not recently. It's been a while. They were put out digitally on Switch... And so I picked up the physical edition a long time ago and just never have gotten around to it because I know that they're both like 40-hour JRPGs. And I was like, eventually I'll get to them, but I just wanted the physical of it. And a lot of people say Grandia 2 is better, but I was just like, and, and these games don't have any like 
overarching story. I think they might be set in the same universe, maybe, but there's not much characters that cross over or anything like that, from my understanding. Okay. But um, the story is pretty basic, and I'm kind of liking that, because after playing a bunch of JRPGs and just games in general where the stakes are super high, in this game you're playing as this kid, Justin, who is... <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me. The, the name... I think you play as Justin and your your childhood friend Sue, but then the next person who joins your party is this girl named uh, Fina. I think it is. So I was like, okay, they have some. They have Dune syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're like a younger. This motherfucker's name's Harry. You're a younger guy, and uh, like middle schooler probably as we know in JRPGs. If you're 14, it's time to go out and experience the world by yourself. Right. Um, and, and and add Dewey as a friend on Instagram. No, don't do that. I'm going to put the no 18-year-old thing in my profile now. You know how people do that on, on uh, Twitter? No, what is I've that? I've never seen that. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe they're just doing like sex work and then they're not. So I'm just like, why? Well, I, I guess you just don't want any 18, even under 18 following you. Anyway, sidetrack. Um so yeah, the whole story is that he's just like, I want to go on an adventure. So it's, there's very low stakes. There is some kind of like plot revolving around this stone that your father left you that somehow opens up this ancient like tomb thing. And then you're contacted what seems to be like some mystic angel to be like, hey, go here. And you're like, okay, I'll go do that. And that's kind of where you like leave the town and you tell your mom you're going to go off. You don't tell your mom you're going to go off. And then she gives you this letter to give to someone. And in the letter, she starts scolding you. She starts being like, I really care for my son. I, he's like such a hothead though, blah, blah, blah. And also, I know you're reading this right now. So like, stop. Why are you doing this? And like, it's very, there's like some funny things in there too with that. But I think part of her story is she was also an adventurer. So she's just like, he's going to go out and do adventures. So she was a pirate or some shit like that. So it starts off and you're like playing as a child just being like, oh, you're like playing adventure with kids in like your in your like village or whatever like that. And then you go off on an adventure. And so far, that's where I'm at as I'm kind of getting like the, the very basic bones of the plot. But it's nice having something that's not like immediately like we have to save the world. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, we're this is also like, a, oh, he he had to like go through all these hoops to like be able to get on a ship to go to the new world, quote unquote. And now that I'm in the new world, I'm trying to find the end of the the earth, which is very flat earther style. Apparently there's just a wall. Okay. So we'll see where this goes. So is it like aesthetically, what, what's yeah. the vibe? Is it like high fantasy? It's, it's kind of like... Or is there like technology to it? Too? There's a like little bit of airships and shit. There's a little bit of technology, but it's more so like steampunky kind okay. of, but not real. There's like enough for like you go into one area and it's like, oh, this ship has like a a, a place where they're heating or they're using a coal to like run it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you have like magic and like your main uh, weapons are like axe sword knives and then like special attacks but like there's magic and stuff like that but there's nothing that's like mm. super sci like sci-fi gotcha 
No skateboards. No skateboards. Sorry, Bob. JRPGs love having you deliver a letter. Yeah. What's that about? There's just a way to... I got no post office over there? No. They could... The person who's giving it to you could do it, but it's much easier if you just go do it. It's a good way to move the plot forward because your character has to go somewhere else and then they hand the letter to the person and the person reads it and the letter has some plot point in it and it leads to the next thing. Give me five ruined bear pelts. What is the the gimmick of the gameplay like what what sets this apart from other jrpgs oh i'm getting there oh okay um just to tie up the plot stuff i think that's about it very very chill the cool thing that's really keeping me playing this game whereas i was this i was like one of those things where i was like i'm gonna start playing this like tonight like late at night maybe get an hour in and then decide if i'm gonna like keep going with it or go on to grandia too is it took me a while, but after I started getting into the combat, the combat is something that I've never really experienced. And at first I was like, meh on it. And the farther I've gone on, the more I like want to see of it because you have <clears throat> characters that come in and out of your party apparently a lot in this game. Right now I have the three and I think you can only have like three at a time, but you have your regular, um, it happened at my birthday last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of characters coming in and out of the party. Oh, I thought you're, you you're looking at me. I didn't. I don't think I went to your birthday party. I thought you said you. That's happened at my birthday party. I had a bunch of characters coming in and out of me. <laughs> I have to pee so badly. Do you want to take a break? <laughs> See what I mean. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and we'll t- come back and talk about c- combat from Grandia. What did you, did I? Did you do anything for your birthday last year? This episode is brought to you by Amazon. Amazon is the largest online retailer for anything that you want or need. Um, Bob, you love Amazon. Not only do I love Amazon, I love Jeffrey Bezos himself. Well, you can't love Amazon without loving him because he created it. And if you use Amazon even once, you have to admit Jeff Bezos knows what he's doing. And it's just my way of saying thank you to planet Earth. Mm -hmm. Buying as much... Uh, plastic made in China that I can, mm-hmm. getting it shipped next day to my house. Yeah. And it arrives on my front porch. Well, if you don't do it, someone's going to. So it's like, what's the point of so even... I might as well do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've been using Amazon for a very long time. Um, I use it to get my groceries delivered, to get toothpaste delivered, to get... I just got some undershirts in the mail. I get highball... Um, it's great for like whatever you need. Like if you ever need anything, you can go to Amazon and you can just look it up and it's probably there and you can just get it. And most of the time it just comes within like two days. That's like their whole thing. Um, and they, uh, it's delivered by a worker who really loves their job and they're really treated well. Yeah. I mean, the guy who always comes, he's always very happy to see me and he'll be like, Thank you for supporting our company. Yeah. It means the world to us. Yeah. One one time there's some some other post office person left boxes like right over the gate and then he brought the boxes right to my door. And as he was driving away, he saw me like coming up. He's like, hey, that wasn't me that left those boxes there. Just so you know. And I was like, yeah, I know. I trust you. 
And so if you go to Amazon.com and put in the code FLOCK25, you get $25 off of your first uh, yearly subscription. This does not count towards older accounts. This is only new accounts. This very real sponsor yes. uh, completely changed my life yeah. uh, since I started using their products. Yeah. Uh, I Which ones? Amazon Basics? They yeah. have their own line of stuff. Yeah. Just stuff is what it says. Okay, in, yeah. In since notes. I started using their stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, gotten stronger. Okay. Uh, my skin glows. Okay. Uh, I sleep better. Okay. Uh, my, uh, sex life exists. Okay. I just bought some Amazon basic bed sheets and they, I've used them and I've washed them a few times and they are, I still use them. They're made. They're made of the of the finest plastic that Shenzhen can produce. Well, I don't know if it's. There might be some plastic in. It. I haven't looked at the tag, but I do know that they uh, they do work. They, they do, but do the job is what I would say. Which they is all they look like bed sheets. Yeah. Um. Question. Yes. Uh, thank you. Use Amazon code flock twenty five to get twenty five dollars off of your first year order. Thank you, Amazon. Thanks, Amazon. Do you guys? I feel like we're more or less on the same page mm-hmm. ecologically. I don't know about that. Do you ever take your trash out? Do, oh, do you guys share trash cans? Who means Connor? This is directed mostly at Connor. Dewey and I do share trash cans. <laughs> no. I mean, Yo, just, I don't really want to play for trash at the news space. Can I just come over and bring my trash? <laughs> I, I do share trash cans. Okay. So. With three other apartments. Okay. So maybe that doesn't really apply. What's your question? I I'm our trash pickup is once a week. Okay. And I oftentimes will miss it. Oh yeah. Because we just don't have anything in our trash can. Oh no, our trash can is overflowing by the time. That's what I'm saying. Up. When I do take our trash out to get picked up, mm-hmm. all of my neighbors down the alley their cans are like overflowing yeah. from a week's worth of garbage. Yeah. And like we will miss a week and mm-hmm. still have like a half empty can. Uh, when I was in Olympia two podcasts ago. You were competing? What? Uh, well, winter shuttle? winter shuttle. Olympias? No, it was cock shuttle summer Olympia. Oh, summer Olympias. Okay. Shuttlecock? It was the cock sling. Okay. I would have got the gold in that shit. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Dewey's good. Uh, they do alternating weeks of trash and recycling. Oh, here we do, which is crazy. And their trash can, there's they're like city trash cans are smaller. Mm. Uh, so you got to really it's those West Coasters stretch that shit as much. Um, I have trash every week and then recycling every other week. Yeah. But there was like a solid like few months where they were just like not coming for the 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 recycling. Mm-hmm. So fucked. I felt so bad cuz anytime cuz I already have like the huge can and the smaller one, mm-hmm. but then I'd have like eight other like uh grocery store like paper bags just yeah. filled with shit cuz they wouldn't come forever and I'd be like I'm sorry to whoever has to pick this up. You should get them to Bob. He would have just burned it. That's true. No, I take mine to uh, the place behind that shopping center in Fall uh, Forest Hill. Drop mine off there when it's too full. Because they also, I, I tr- think that church. 
No. Or you just you I put in the dump cl- the stuff in the woods. I thought it was that that cl- that's where that, I take mine that, too. That place where you can put off like used clothing. I thought you were just throwing your trash in there. Because you're like, you're like whatever. <laughs> yeah, they'll like this. Whatever. Yeah. They're poor. Yeah. Well, well, when Goodwill closes, you can just throw whatever you want over the fences. That's what I've been doing. That's true. Um, I think I might be the we might be the only house in our neighborhood who uses the recycling. Also. Yeah. I've never seen another recycling can out. Ours is always insane. I bet I, the recycling guys love that. They're like, I, oh, we got to <laughs> fucking, we got to go to this neighborhood for this one house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, don't they know recycling's fake? It's it all goes to the same place. That's fucking idiots. That's how I feel, but I also recycle like a madman. Like <sighs> if someone throws something away in the trash can and I know I can recycle, I'll take it out and I'll rinse it out and throw it in the recycling. You're more into recycling than anyone else I've ever met. I think I've described you to people as really? my recycling friend. <laughs> That's fucking. You, I remember like a few years ago, you went on some crazy tweet storm about how you're like really into recycling. You're like, I'm really into recycling now. <laughs> I don't remember that. And you were like, Is this a bit or is this true? <laughs> and you were like, No, this is real. You were tweeting about how you were gonna like start like killing people if they stopped if they didn't recycle. <laughs> that sounds like. I mean, that sounds like something you would say. <laughs> Uh, there is there is a band like that, animal liberation wasn't enough. There you were was like I'm gonna fucking set someone's house on fire if they don't recycle. There was a band who made a joke about um, littering, mm-hmm. and I almost tweeted them from my band's account, being like, "If I find you, I will fight you, and I will win." <laughs> but I was like, "No, I probably shouldn't." But I really wanted to because I hate littering jokes. I know littering doesn't actually matter. I think it does. I think. But it's when I see eyesore. someone open their car door at a stoplight and just like take a drink and just go like that into the street, dude, it makes wanna, my blood. Dude, I want to shoot you with boil. a gun if you do that. If you litter and you listen to this podcast, <laughs> stop listening and like, do not tell me because I will not like you as a person. Anymore. I don't know if throwing a a McDonald's cup uh, on a on a on a sidewalk in the fan really is bad for Mother Nature. I don't but for look some at reason, it. I see that, and I'm like, it it like makes a uh, a blood vessel in my brain swell. Yeah, that probably was something I actually said. I don't know if it was a bit, but I probably did say that at one point. So combat. In- so my yeah, combat. My heart's racing now <laughs> thinking about all the people who litter, <laughs> and how I just want to see them strung up and have rocks thrown at them until they die. And the, and then have birds pick out their fucking eyes, because if you if you litter even once, you deserve to go to hell. Even if there's a hell, once. if you if there is a hell, you know what I think this is. I think I've told this story before, but there's a story where did I tell did I tell this on the podcast before? No. Okay, I was really young, and we were driving down. It was me and my dad, just me and my dad, and I had some like trash, and the window was rolled down, and I went to go put it out the window, and he was like. Dewey, don't do that. And I looked at him and I held my hand out the window and you guys can't see it, but I literally just went, like I literally had my hand out the window and I just let, like my fist was closed and then completely open and he pulled over and he spanked me. <laughs> he pulled over uh, and he 
pulled a dog out of somebody's backyard and you shot it in front of me and said, that, this is the equivalent of what you just did. This is what littering did. Did you go back and pick it up? I can't remember. I only remember the traumatic feeling of getting spanked on the side of the highway and also being like, fuck this. I'm going to do this. I think Emily made, she was on tour with a band uh, and a young person in one of the bands threw trash out the window yeah at a stoplight and she made him get out and oh go get i would have i would have i she first like yelled I punched him in the head and i would be like <laughs> you're getting that right now everyone was really like weirded out by it but she's like you're gonna go fucking pick that up and he was like what and he's like she's like you go get that shit off the ground right now yeah and he did but- i'm trying to think about <laughs> me, my it's my band doing i don't think it would be as weird <laughs> but um Man, those people should be put in prison and worked <laughs> to death. We're an anti-prison podcast, except for litterers. Yeah, free all nonviolent drug offenders and put people who litter in there. <laughs> that sounds like a tweet <laughs> somewhere in my traps. <laughs> Anyways, combat is really cool in this game because uh, characters can have, I think at least like two types of weapons, maybe more. And it kind of goes by Skyrim rules. Also, I should mention that this game was, was released in like, I should probably talk about graphics too real quick. This game was released in like 1990 something. It was like, like on originally on PS no, it was originally on Sega Saturn. I want to say, and then got a re-release on PS one. Um, and I know Grandia two is on, I want to say Saturn, but I know it's for sure on, uh, I think you got a re-release on Dreamcast. But, and it's like characters are sprites, but the backgrounds and three, like are uh, all like polygonal 3D. So it has like a, a very odd style of like, you are a, almost a 2D sprite, but when you turn the camera, it shifts it. So it's in 3D, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's kind of the vibe, the style of it. The way combat works is you have weapons and magic and you have to level them up by using them. Interesting. So just like in a Skyrim kind of way. But the cool part about it that I really like is you have magic that works together. That like, so there's like earth, fire, water. Wind, heart. And there's wind. Fire is like... What he hasn't told us is it's just a Captain Planet game. <laughs> I wish. I'm going to look into if there's any licensed Captain Planet games. There's got to be. There's fire that does like really good attack damage. There's uh, earth, which... And these are all the ba- the first spells you get. Earth, which does a spell that raises everyone's defense. There is water that heals everyone. And then there is a... Uh, wind that does like a huge AOE area of effect for all you fucking losers who don't know what that is the way magic works too on top of that it's like I've ranked up I've done a with one character I've just constantly been grinding doing the earth spell and every time I do the earth spell it ranks up a little bit and now I have an attack where it now on my magic two page there is an earth attack rather than healing or rather than defending, which does this huge AOE and looks insane. The way kind of, kind of like uh, Quest 64. I guess I've never played that game. Okay. I've heard it's not good. 
But the the way it works is like, oh, now that I've leveled up my earth stat, I can level up fire. And then having those both leveled up will unlock spells that use both earth and fire together to do like special mm. stuff. On top of that, they have the same thing where you can level up weapons and then get special attacks. So the way it works is you have obviously your HP and then you have your special points, I guess, which is like SP. Yeah, SP. Which is like uh, the main character. It's very Chrono Trigger, like where he has like a instead of like an X slash, he has a V slash, and uh, all the other characters have like, oh, this is like a I, I've ranked up my knives enough, so now I can do a throwing knife attack. What are you gonna say? How come water didn't make it into Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> <laughs> what, Earth, what Wind, and Fire. What, what I got against water? water? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. There was a Captain Planet video game I, in the early 90s. What system? Uh, so Tiger Electronics. There were th- three different versions were developed uh, to suit three different platform capabilities. Yeah. Uh, the Amiga slash Atari ST version was released in 1991. Yeah. As was the uh, ZX Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah, that was a UK only. Kind uh-huh. of thing. Uh, and then there was an NES version in 1992. I'll play the NES version. ZX Spectrum. Looks like it probably sucks so bad. So bad, yeah. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so there's like this depth to it that I thought was going to be kind of annoying to be like, again, like if you want to get really good healing spells, that means you have to like let your characters get hit and then heal them so that you can level up the healing spell. I like that. Uh, because I do too. you're making things better by using them. Yes, and at first I was like, I don't want to sit here and grind out <laughs> levels for spells and stuff like that. But then when I realized, oh, grinding it, like I'm excited to see what I can get from like, okay, this character I've taught uh, water and wind magic. What kind of special attacks or heals will I get from leveling these up? So I'm like excited to see because yeah. as soon as I like got the spells, they're pretty basic or whatever like that. But as soon as... I leveled up uh, the earth stat for like the main character and got it to level two. That's when I learned like this tectonic attack and it like targets the character you want. And then like this, a bunch of plates just come like spiraling out of it and then they go back real quick and then it just does a huge AOE. And I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to see what they unlock here. On top of that, like using the weapons you have, like, um, one of the characters I get, I like was like, Oh, she can use the bow. Let me like, just see if I can just keep her. Cause I was like, she, she seems like she's going to be the healer. I'm going to give her the bow so she can like stay back and do like ranged attacks while mm-hmm. healing. And I used the bow a bunch. And then I randomly got this. Uh, it's like, Oh, <clears throat> you leveled up bow. Now I have this attack where I just like shoot a bunch of arrows all out. And it's like one of the most powerful attacks I have. And I was shit. just like, Oh shit. Was not expecting this. The the way the combat works is I also didn't talk about this because like, I was so excited about the uh, combat system of the actual magic and stuff like that. It's like an ATB kind of thing where you have like a bar at the bottom of the screen and it shows the characters moving. And as soon as they get to the act phase, that's when they can start doing their attack. But different, and I'm also learning, there's a manual with it because it is the limited run release, but I've kind of like, just been experimenting and trying to figure out the game itself. There's different different attacks. Like magic attacks take a little bit longer 
to go through the actual bar to, for you to use them. Normal attacks are almost happen instantaneously. Mm. And then uh, special attacks take kind of a second longer too. So the whole like combat system that you're doing like battle to battle, battle rather than like the leveling up stuff is that as soon as a enemy enters that phase where they're about to attack, you can use either a critical attack um, or just hit them with magic before they're able to act. And sometimes if you hit, like, I think it's, if you use a critical attack before they're able to actually get the attack off, it like counters them and they get pushed back. Interesting. So, and it could also happen to you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a, it's like this balance of like, okay, now I'm ready to attack. Am I going to be able to get this magic attack off before they attack me? Or should I, try and get a critical on them to push them back farther to get like another attack on someone else coming up. Is it turn base? Well, as soon as, as soon as you're able to <clears throat> act, it is. Okay. Um, that's when you can, right, and it's, right. it's really interesting because there's a combo and there's a critical attack. So when you do your critical attack, it has the ability to stop them. Uh, if you do a combo, I think you might do more damage and the combos are interesting because like, if I see an enemy that is about to die and one right next to it that's still has some health, I can do combo instead of critical and I'll hit the one. And if it dies, I'll move on to the next one and hit, it, hit the next thing again. Okay. There's also like items and again, like magic. And on top of the magic, they have the special moves and stuff like that. Uh, but it's, I think the normal battles are pretty fun because so far the regular battles you're getting in the overworld there's more enemies so you have to be way more strategic about when you're attacking what attacks you're using but the boss battles are fucking sick because you can like stun lock them i've i did a boss battle where he hit me twice maybe and it was because i would just like critical then get one of my characters to do a special attack on him and by the time he's like back i can do another critical on him stun him Mm. again and then so like that makes you feel really fucking good when you're like Mm. i just have figured this out you just sequence it right exactly i think uh the game star renegades that i was Mm -hmm. really into a while ago i think they borrowed this combat system like pretty heavily because it sounds very similar to that and there was like a bunch of games that they referenced as influences for kind of like how that game worked Mm -hmm. and i think this was one of the ones that they referenced for like combat yeah. style. Yeah, just double checked and it came out at the end of 97. Okay, yeah. So it's pretty, pretty old. But uh, yeah, again, like the story is just like kind of fun and whatever. Um, I also like that there is uh, at the, if you go to an inn or you're resting at a place that has like a place to eat, when you are eating, it doesn't really do anything, but you can talk to all of your party members and they just like will talk about what's going on, what you're going to do next and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Like I said, the, the story is like really relaxed, but the the whole combat system, I'm, I did not think I was, I thought I was going to be fine, but I'm like, I want to see what these fucking moves look like because yeah. they look insane. And I'm not even mad about, because sometimes the animations take a while because it's like you're doing this huge attack that is shaping like like you're summoning in a giant storm of fire because you've leveled up wind and fire. Storm and stuff of like. fire. Whoa. Did my, did my glasses. Uh, 
Yeah, this is a Dewey game. <laughs> so yeah, to purify the, all the litters. There's there's also it's also weird how they do magic. So like it, it's not actually, like normal magic. It's like a D and D magic style. So uh, you have like your special points, which you have a finite amount of, mm-hmm. but you also have magic one, two, and three, and you have a set number of like points in each of those. Okay. So like, like ma- spell slots. Yeah, exactly. A magic level one spell. Like one of my characters has fire, which is one magic, and mm-hmm. the rock magic is one, but like the wind that does a huge AOE is two magic level one points. Right. And so you can use those, but then you get into like, like right now, one of my characters is like nine magic one, three or four magic two, I think even less because they just are extremely OP. And then like almost none one or whatever like or three i should say interesting yeah that's cool i want to read more now that i've played it a little bit and i've realized a lot i'm i'm gonna start looking up like who to allocate points to because another thing that's weird is the way magic work is works is you don't just like learn it you have to find an item in the world called a mana egg and then you bring that egg to a shop and then that allows you to learn a Mm. spell well, it's like D and D. You have yeah. like uh, material components that you need for True. spells. Um, Didn't even think about that. No. And on on the page, but, the, I mean, a lot of DMs will just kind of like be like whatever, be yeah. like whatever. Well, you assume you have that, but yeah. I mean, some are like, no, you got to go find this or buy it. You go to town. You need a little piece. I need of, a chicken foot yeah. and a piece of paper, please. Uh, the uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, when you're when you're getting the spells too. It will show like it shows the like I said, water, fire, earth, uh, wind, and then on the side it will it will show like the icon for fire plus wind, and then it will show like um whatever this I'm trying to think of what the spells are, but I know I or, or what it, what it says specifically, but I know the one for like it was like fire plus earth symbol equals, and then it says like earthquake, and I think those are like the final level spells that you can get. That do like crazy amount of damage. There's like, <clears throat> yeah, it's really cool. I was not expecting it to be because everyone's like, oh yeah, it's it's one of those things where you hear about it a bunch of times if you've watched a bunch of JRPG videos like me of like top ten JRPGs or like a bunch of top ten lists and like people talk about how great it is. But it just looks like a, it, like again, I, I think I saw it from like a story perspective of just like cool another little guy going out on an adventure. And he likes the girl, and uh, it's so funny. But then I was like, "Oh no, this this combat is like one of my favorite combat systems." And I wasn't even expecting that because as soon as I heard, like I said, as soon as I heard that you could, uh, that you had to like re- like constantly be doing spells to level them up, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna get annoying." And I was like, "That's exactly what I said." I said, "Actually, I want to grind in this game because it seems it's like, fun." That's cool. That's what I said. Oh, I want to play uh, Tony Hawk for the first time. That's pretty good, Bob. I'm not gonna lie. Bob trying to get a joke out in between sneezes. <laughs> Sorry, I took an allergy <laughs> pill, and I think that might be why I feel weird. Tonight's about to be a movie. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about news? Do you I'm have anything, about. Bob? I know. I was gonna say, do did you have to go to the bathroom or anything like that? I've already gone once. Okay, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know your bladder, bro. I don't like. My grandpa had to pee like every 10 minutes, so. He was doing cocaine. <laughs> I didn't, I don't, I don't remember much about my grandpa. 
actually. Cocaine addict. Thanks, Bob. No, but I think he was an alcoholic, probably. I think most grandfathers are. He would start drinking at like five in the morning. Five in the morning? (laughs) Yeah, he was a farmer. He'd get up early, start drinking. He fell off a tractor once and dislocated his shoulder because he was drunk. Internet sucks dick. Your connection or just the internet? (laughs) As a concept. Connection. Oh. Is that Gex? This is a demo for uh, what seems to be Gex Jr. Okay. Really good. (laughs) This was apparently found... I need to find... I don't think I even have the regular article. Anyway, someone found this like just randomly. And I thought it was cool because I really want to play Gex now. Gex was like a funny game, right? Like he had jokes. Yeah, but they were all like... This is worse than Rambi when I was at Richard Simmons' bachelor party and like stuff like that. Like, oh, like Family Guy style? No, not even that. Like jokes that were like, this would be really funny if you were uh, around in the 90s, maybe. Oh, I was. So you'll get them. Like, uh, you'll you, think they're hilarious. If you weren't, if you weren't the born as brothers, if you were born in, if you were born anytime after the 90s, you're like, what's Richard Simmons? He's that guy from that uh, really bad podcast. Oh, does Richard Simmons have a podcast? No, remember the Where is Richard Simmons or what happened to Richard? It was like some like oh, no. investigative, like God. we're going to find what happened to Richard Simmons. And he's cereal? Glass. <laughs> and he was just like a cereal season three. No, he's just like a guy who like doesn't want to be a celebrity anymore. And they're like, people, they're like trying to like find out what's up with him. Which is like, what do you have to say about the allegations? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> you fucking weirdos. Anyways, I feel like starting a podcast with like a determined uh, goal or endpoint is odd. Like we're gonna we're gonna solve this mystery, and that's the point of this podcast. Yeah, I hate that. That's why you just gotta draw it out for like eight seasons, yeah. and then at the end be like, we're not entirely sure. It's like torture. Yeah, you just podcasts. Podcasts are like torture. Podcasts. I think people who are into that kind of shit like. I don't think like, I think you should be strung up and have rocks thrown at you. No, but that's a, a, t- in my mind. That's not what a podcast is. That's like what really is that's like a, a podcast though, like a uh, a radio miniseries. Yeah, it's like a radio show thing. It's like people who try to make podcast radio shows is that's not that's not what it is. They don't know what that podcast. that ain't it. Main podcast. Killed the root. Uh, yeah, but have star. you heard uh, cereal? No, I refuse to hear because of that. Uh, anyways, speaking of stuff that should die, E3 apparently gone is not gone, but they're not. They're canceling for 2022, and they've gone on record to say that they're coming back in 2023. Apparently, with a IRL and online event. I don't know if they actually will, though. Probably not. I think this is kind of the end, and they're just trying to save face. I mean, there was also, like, what, they got refunds from the convention center, like, months ago and shit like that. Like, they've, oh. like it's, there's been evidence that they were not going to do E3 for, like, yeah. months. I didn't know about that. Were they going downhill before COVID? Or do you think COVID? E3? Yeah. I think slightly. Yeah, I think E3's kind of been, like, a dated thing for, like, the past five years. Yeah. So you think COVID was just kind of like the nail in the coffin? Probably. Yeah. From what I can tell, E3 is just like one of those things where publishers now don't need to ban underneath one day to do everything. And if they want to, they could just 
I mean, they look at Nintendo half the time. They just release like a tweet. Yeah. And then that's how they get their information out. And then on top of that, so like publishers have to pay them to have space. And then the people who go there who aren't press, from my understanding, it just sounds like, oh, they showed off a game today and now you can play the demo. But if you look at all these online like directs and whatever they call the, the PlayStation one, when they do those, they're like, and the demo's out online right now. Yeah. So it's like, there's really no point to go unless you want to stand in line for hours around a bunch of other people who are going to play a demo that you could just download while you're probably standing in line. I mean, but it had like con vibes, right? Like they did con yeah, kind of stuff. That was a little that was but later like, era. Because originally yeah. it was only for developers. Like, right. It wasn't open to the public. It's like right. press stuff. Yeah. So you'd see videos from like Space World and stuff like that and other like early, early E3s. Um, really now it's just for like watching. Like I don't... Like I remember at one point I was like, I want to go to an E3 or whatever. And now I'm just like, nah, I just watch it. Would you guys go to a con? Yeah, I've been wanting to. I've, Bob would not go I've, to a con. I've I'll answer before. it for him. I've been to a Comic Con. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you go as? Did you dress up? No, I went to a Wizarding World Comic Con at the convention center. Oh. Maybe five years ago. How was that? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Connor goes to fact check it. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, don't, I, don't know. I wouldn't lie about that. What we'll see. Was it like a Harry Potter? I'm going to do an one? investigative podcast. It was just like a Comic Con. It was okay. just uh, specifically wizards. Like quote unquote nerd culture in okay. general. They had one of those recently here that yeah. looked like shit. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. I think it's the same one. Okay. That one, that one, see, here's the thing. I would go to an anime con because mm-hmm. it's like specific or like video games like MAGFest or something like that. Yeah. But when it's like, yeah, it's just nerd stuff. I just know it's just going to be like too far spread. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It was around the same time that, uh, Goatsy released it, no. uh, their video. It was about the same time as one of the last, I guess it was the Heath Ledger oh. joke, joke man. Yeah. And, Joker. uh, like every fifth person that was in costume we saw was the Heath Ledger joke man. Of course, <clears throat> I would I would go to Gen Con. What's that? It's like tabletop. Oh, that'd be cool. But I've heard of like people, like you play like you you can play like a one off with like some other nerds, game developers like oh. like uh I listen to King some actual actual play podcast and they're like yeah we like went to Gen Con and we played a game run by the people who made Delta Green or whatever. Like, yeah. um, so so that sounds cool. tried to kill us immediately. Yeah, I would go to one that was like more tailored to something I was into, but just like a general Comic-Con. Yeah. It was just like... Well, they have ones based around Minecraft, right? Okay. Dedicated RAM preserver. You could even end up in a, a YouTube video where you're asking the, the devs questions. Hey, hey, uh, Notch. <laughs> uh, when you when you invented Minecraft, um, you made the the sound that the pigs make. Uh, you made that yourself, right? Um, that's really cool. That dude's like a racist, right? Sorry, sorry. Is there I a think question? he said some some questionable things yeah. after he sold Minecraft. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, um, in also he really did do all the sound effects himself, like with his <laughs> mouth. Yeah, wow. That's what the developers told me when I asked. 
at Minecon. Okay. Um, Mine apparently Con. there was a video from Nintendo tweeted out where LG Anuma basically said that uh, Breath of the Wild is being delayed indefinitely. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> It's uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is apparently being delayed till 2023 in the springtime. I saw a uh, a meme type thing that was uh, that was saying, I forget what it was exactly. It, more or less, we're delaying it so uh, we don't have to compete against Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Oh my god. I mean, it's probably smart. Also, I heard someone talking about this and they're like, has... AOG Alnuma been on like sleeping more, pills. <laughs> no, more videos of him saying he's like delaying something rather than like he's coming out because they like, did the same thing for Breath of the Wild where it was delayed yeah. multiple times because it was supposed to come on the Wii and they're like uh, or Wii U and they're like oh let's like change it so it'd be for the Switch so they had to delay it so many times while they're getting ready for it. That's sad. Though. I was really looking forward to that. Uh, there's a cool thing about this trailer though is that. They show some stuff that we haven't seen yet. Specifically, there's this one shot where Link is holding like a broken master sword. And I don't think they showed this thing where he's like teleporting. They've up. showed that before. Okay. I remember that from an earlier trailer. Um, He's about to pull it out here. It's all like fucked up. Oh, weird. Does he have the master shield? He does not have the Hellion shield. Helena shield. It's um, a hell of a shield. But they've been saying... Uh, in this, they basically just say like, "Hey, it's going to be like a lot of work because you're not exploring, not just the ground, but uh, skies above." Uh, they're trying to do a Skyward Sword kind of vibe, a tie-in. That'd be cool. I've actually was like, I need to go back and finish that. Well, because in uh, chronological order, uh, in the the Zelda mythos, Skyward, Skyward Sword. Sword is the oldest one. Yeah. So maybe you'll end up going to the Skyward Sword like temples and stuff. Yeah. Find the ruins. And get a bunch of tutorials constantly. Um, apparently, after what, maybe a year, if not that, um, Fast and the Furious Crossroads is getting delisted from online. No. Uh, it's just really funny to me. It's apparently it's April 29th. It's going down. I kind of want to buy this game just because I want to own it for, I don't know why. Cause it's, everyone talks about how fucking terrible it are, is. There aren't physical copies. Are there? There are physical copies. Oh, there are. Yeah. Okay. And they say that if you have the DLC, you'll be able to download stuff for a certain amount of time. But I think it's a licensing thing. Mm. But the crazy part about this is that a game has been delisted for something like this, but it's only been after like years or like it's mostly car games because they can't have the license to the cars and stuff like that. But this has been like, when did this come out? I don't know. I'm about to check. What you working on, Bob? Fidgeting. <clears throat> what does your shirt say? I can't read it because it's a metal band. It says, if it's too loud, you're too old. Nice. I did. I, uh, I did my fingers in a shape that looks like horns. Yeah, August 2020. So. <laughs> it's a lot more recent than I thought. Yeah, that's funny. Wait, when did when did Paul uh, leave us? 2016? Yeah, was it that even, long ago? It's been a while. Yeah, it's not even going to make it past two years. It's literally going to be like a year and a half. And it's <laughs> fucking, they're just taking it off. Damn. Sad. Uh, interesting. 
that's where we're going now. Uh, other bit of news. Uh, this interests me. It should interest all of us here. Apparently, Microsoft is going forward with a plan with uh, Xbox P- Game Pass Family Plan. I read a little bit of this, and apparently it's going to be kind of like the Nintendo online service family plan thing. And you can have up to five people on it. And I don't know what that entails, but I'm assuming they're probably doing it because multiple people in, a multi- in like houses and multiple consoles maybe and stuff like that. So is there Different a... Accounts. Can we have a flock fa- yeah, family say, plan? Is there a limit on devices and all that? No, I literally think it's just... Because, fu- I mean, if you... It's, it's just accounts because if you have a Xbox Games Pass, like you could go on to an, any Xbox and sign on. It's just but you can't... It. We couldn't play games with each other then because it would be the one account. I think we still could because it's it's different. It's different gamer tags, even though it's the same account. That would be... That would make sense to me. Because if that's the case, we should just get a Flock account. Yeah. Let's yeah. all use it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, Bob. Because I was like, I don't want to get this, but I'll jump in on... But also, it's only $10 a month. Like, <laughs> Mine's 15 You're paying for Ultimate. You don't have an Xbox. Stop paying for that. I don't yeah, know how an, to... I don't know. I tried Xbox. to downgrade. I don't know how to do it. I just I oh. just did because I was. I tried to do the streaming thing, and mm. it doesn't work because I don't have an Xbox controller. I do have an Xbox. So you could do streaming for games that. Oh, so I just like don't have to actually download it. I just play it off the screen. I wonder how bad that is. Apparently, it's not terrible. Okay. Also, obviously, if we had five people on this, it would probably be like real cheap. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like working with the idea of it. They haven't like ironed out anything, but I'm stoked on that because I've been wanting to do that for a while. Even though I'm more team PlayStation, I could get a hex box. I mean, you have a PC already. That's the same thing. Exactly. They're all cross-platform. Uh, and another really cool bit of news. You guys remember that game Abandon? That was the game that looked like it was it was by Blue Box Studios. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Apparently, this this is a, a tweet from someone saying that Blue Box Studios... Uh, now has deleted most of their t- tweets describing specific future plans for their abandoned game. Uh, three months ago, they said that there would be a playable demo, quote unquote, soon. Sounds like they abandoned it. Yeah. Uh, they go into more of it, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was funny that, yeah, we haven't heard anything about that game in a really long time. <sighs> Companies just need to stop tweeting. Yeah, honestly. Just tweet when it's out. Don't We don't need anything else. Speaking of people tweeting, apparently uh, Sony has been sending out emails about introducing PlayStation VR. And apparently, I don't remember this, but a few weeks prior to the PS5 launch, they used the same kind of like template of like words and describing what they're going to be doing. So a lot of people are now thinking that we're going to get some sort of state of play with PSVR too soon. Wow. Yeah. I'm here for it. Sure. Um, it's also been cited by uh, Game Over Greggy and Jeff Grubb. Oh, from the uh, from fucking Grub Snacks. Uh, Jeff Grubb's from Giant Bomb. Giant Bomb, and Game Over Greggy is from uh, the PS I Love You. Something like that. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Any of that out loud. <laughs> hey, you're giving their credentials. I don't. I didn't. So. Stayed in my head. 
more Could more it? cool news. Yeah, most things don't seem to be able to. Uh, there's some more cool about news. My, uh, AirPods. <laughs> I'm doing rigorous exercise. Anyways, Sony could be working on bringing a PS3 emulator to PS5. Good luck. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Is like PS4. If could, Bob can't figure it out. Sony PS, can't figure it out. PS4 couldn't handle it. I feel like PS5 could though. I mean, I'm sure it's powerful enough to do it. Just yeah. getting the because my computer's powerful enough to run it. Yeah, but it just doesn't want to be stable. You know what's yeah. funny about that? It's easier to get a PlayStation Three than it is to get a PlayStation Five. That's true. So just get a PlayStation Three. Yeah, but it's hard to get one of those PlayStation Threes that has the backwards compatibility for PS2 and PS1. Uh, yeah. I want it doesn't want to read the black discs. Whoa, I think we might have just stumbled onto something here. Anyways. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but that's uh that's basically all the news that I got. I don't think we got any voicemails. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I didn't want yeah, uh, cool. to hear from uh, yeah. friends. Why? Uh, that's why, fine. Why would they want to talk to us? Ask <sighs> questions or well, anything? Is anyone even that. listening to this? There are at just, least there's tens of people listening. Yes. Is this just for a future alien civilization to discover? They're, I f- feel bad for whoever's stuck on the duty of like, hey, go through and listen to all yeah, this you gotta shit. go through and transcribe all this shit. Like, hey, oh. Gleep Glorp, uh, listen, to, uh, this is the only thing we have from the primitives who lived here. Uh, listen to all of it. Yeah, they speak all the same English except for their names are Gleep Glorp. <laughs> and it's... Uh, oh, that makes a lot of sense. They listen to like episode three of us talking about uh, uh, Minecraft uh, realms. And it's like, hey, um, so yeah, I, I played... Uh, that and I played spin tires <laughs> and uh, it was really cool and I you get to drive around on the mud and then see words there like yeah and I played uh, I played adventure beetle racing I played uh, uh, escape from Tarkov <laughs> yeah they hate women it's great I love it because I hate women myself so the podcast was basically the same back then <laughs> yeah, yeah except for one person was super annoying and not just three people who were kind of annoying Bob's right here. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, that's going to be it for this podcast. If you liked it, leave a five-star review. That looks really good for your posture, Bob. Thank you. And um, that's it. That's all I got. I'm Dewey. That's all I've got for the rest of my life. Doot-doot-doo-loo. That's it. Thanks for flying with us, I guess. Bye. Bye.